Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. All right. I have decided enough people have written in asking me my thoughts on bullet journals. And I've been putting off doing this episode because I don't like just coming in and saying, I don't like this. But the bottom line is, it's what I'm going to do today. But I think I needed to be honest with everyone and give you very specific reasons why I firmly believe that the bullet journal is a terrible tool to help you plan and manage your time. All right. So today I'm going to introduce you to what the bullet journal is. And again, everything I'm telling you about the bullet journal is on their website teaching you how to use the bullet journal. So this is not my interpretation of it. It is, and I have given it a go. Believe me, I've tried everything. And I'm going to tell you where the failing points are. So if you've been struggling to manage your time well and you're using a bullet journal, I hope that this episode will make you go, oh, and if you've been thinking about doing it, my hope is after this episode, you'll realize I am not going to use the bullet journal system to plan and manage my time. So let's go ahead, jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie-turned-entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, everyone. Today, I want to tackle my thoughts and opinions on the bullet journal. I've had people reaching out to me asking if they can use my top planning system, all the, you know, processes, techniques, et cetera, that I teach around time management with a bullet journal? And the short answer is heck no, <laughs> unless you basically want to handwrite in an entire, yeah, it just basically no. Let's just, we'll start with that. So if you're not familiar with bullet journals, I want to tell you a little bit about them and why I believe they actually will decrease your productivity instead of increase it. But I do believe there is a place for a bullet journal in your suite of tools. So I'm not here to say I'm totally anti-bullet journal, but when it comes to planning and managing your time, it is not 
at all a tool I would recommend. Now, I find it interesting because when you go to their website, their trademark is purpose-powered productivity. And the tagline is the mindfulness practice disguised as a productivity system. My definition of productivity is always getting the most important things done in a way that doesn't stress you out. And to me, the bullet journal is 100% not going to work. One, when you look at all you have to do to build it, it would totally stress me out. And two, it completely misses one of the key points that helps you not get overwhelmed. So let me give you a little framework of how the bullet journal works. Now, there's nothing special about the physical journal itself. It's basically kind of like that eight by six size journal of just blank paper. So you could grab any notebook that you had and, you know, use the bullet journal technique in it. All right. And the way the bullet journal works, there are four key elements that you set up. So it's completely blank notebook. And the first thing that you do is you go to the first open spread and you label it index. So you're creating and building the index of your bullet journal. Then the next thing they have you do, guys, I've taken all the training on bullet journals. So I'm telling you, this is the system that they train. The next step is to create what they call your future log. So you go to another spread and you decide how many months out you want to start planning in your bullet journal. So let's say you divide the spread into six grids for six months. Okay. Now you have to go and number your pages at the bottom. And then guess what? You go back to your index page and you write down future log page and you write down the page numbers that you've just created. In the future log, you've got these tiny, tiny little rectangles for an entire month. In there, you are then supposed to actually write down like all the things that you think you want to get done in those months. All right. Now, the next two key parts of it, so we've got your index, your future log. The next thing that's part of the bullet journal is you go create your monthly log. So now you're going to go to a new spread and you're going to have one page per month, like one spread per month. So you got to write your page numbers. You got to go back to the index. You got to write, you know, monthly log for the month and what pages they're on. So already like I'm exhausted (laughs) and Okay. So let's dive into the monthly log page. So on the monthly log page, you basically write the days of the month. Like if it's a 31 day month, you write them along the left-hand side, one to 31. And then right next to it, you're writing down, like, what are the big things that need to happen that month in this teeny tiny little space, no priority order, no times next to it, no space to actually, or place to capture. Is this something large, small? Is this an all day thing? Is this a 30 minute thing? Who the heck knows? All right. And then the fourth part of this, you've got the index, the future log, the monthly log is now every page. You now do a daily log. Now I'm not going to go into my thoughts on daily planning. I've got a million podcasts out there on why daily planning does not work. And it leads you to being overbooked, overscheduled, overcommitted, and prevents you oftentimes from hitting your goals. But then you create a daily log. Now, this means that every time you're doing this, you're creating the page, you're writing all the numbers down, and then you're going back to your index and adding it to your index. All right. That's a lot of work. But at the crux, here is the key critical thing that the bullet journal does not account for. Actually, two. First, 
Nowhere in the bullet journaling system do they have you actually create a layout that starts from here. You know, I wake up at, let's say, 6 a.m. and maybe you go to bed at 10 p.m. Nowhere does it have a layout that is telling you visually, here's appointments I have at specific times. Okay. And that is the key foundation of everything inside the top planner. A planner, so it's called a bullet journal, but they're calling themselves a planning system. A planner needs to be the thing that you use that tells you what you need to do and when you need to be doing it. The bullet journal is missing that key when part because it doesn't accommodate actual times. Now, here's the other key thing, the most important thing that the bullet journal is missing is there is nothing in the process that has you taking into account how much available time do you really have to work with in the day, in the week, in the month. So this is a system where you're just creating a list of things and then they have this entire, what do they call it? I think it's the migration system is what they call it, where at the end of the days and months, weeks, You go back through all the stuff you wrote down and then whatever wasn't done, there's a system of using a notation system with little arrows of saying, okay, now I'm moving it to the next day. Now I'm moving it to the next week. Now I'm moving it to the next month. Basically, you're operating from a daily task list and it's disguised in this fancy bullet journal label where you're creating indexes and all of these layouts and spreads. But using the bullet journal system does not take into account the realities that so many women face. Nowhere in the bullet journal system is it allowing you to recognize where are those large pockets of your day where you are in motion, you are busy being busy. If you're a mom, you are you know, driving carpool, you're packing kids' lunches, you're doing activities, all of that to be able to visually see, hey, Today is not the day for me to tackle this huge project, right? Not to mention you spend a ridiculous amount of time creating spreads and layouts and writing the index and page numbering and all of this stuff. I don't know about you, but that is not how I want to spend my time. So if you are currently attempting to use a bullet journal as a true planner, What I call a planner, what a planner should be, the thing that tells you what you're doing and when you're doing it and allows you to visually see realistically how much time do you have to work with. I beg of you, stop using your bullet journal for that and get a true planner. All right. Obviously, I'm going to recommend the top planner, but there are plenty of other good weekly planners out there that you can make work for you. Now, I'm not just going to sit here and fully bash the bullet journal. The bullet journal does have its place, all right? And that's because of the name journal. So where I can see a bullet journal being a good fit, even with this concept of you've got your index and your labeling pages, I teach an entire processing, what I call a processing system for all the notes that I take during the week, all right? And sometimes when I'm in trainings or reading a book or listening to a podcast, I'm inspired by something that I'm reading. And maybe it's a thought, an idea, a quote, something that I want to capture and be able to come back to and have as a reference later. I could see a bullet journal could be kind of a good 
repository or a filing system for those kind of things, even where you could create that index. And maybe you have a page or two of quotes that you love, a page for books you want to read, almost replacing what I use Trello for a lot, kind of that repository of thoughts, ideas, inspiration. But the bullet journal should not be part of the command center or a system in your life that's telling you what you should be doing and when you should be doing it. So I would love to hear if any of you listening are using a bullet journal right now, I'd love to hear what it has helped you with because I have very strong opinions about it, but I also have yet to meet anyone that is truly managing their time in a way that they're happy with through a bullet journal. Particularly, I've never met a woman and certainly never met a working mom who has found success in planning and managing their time with a bullet journal. And it's interesting because the three things that they say the bullet journal does is it allows you to track the past, organize the present, and plan for the future. And that organize the present is the part where I feel it completely falls apart because, again, in the present, Nowhere in the bullet journal can you get clear visibility into how much time, what is my budget of time that I am working with today? So if you are on the look, you know, in the search for a true good weekly planner, by all means, go check out the top planner. You can just go to thetopplanner.com. That's the planner I have built and I've got both paper and digital versions of it. And I would encourage you to lean into thinking about, you know, maybe use your bullet journal for more of that repository of ideas, motivations, et cetera. All right, everyone. Happy planning. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the app store or Google play and download the pink B app one word, the pink bee. It is jam-packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.